You're listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break. Whether you're a big-hearted creative or an aspiring entrepreneur, let's take action on your dreams. Reconnecting you with your why and giving you the how. I'm here to dish out actionable mindset tips and fun industry secrets to help you blow up your biz. From eye-opening reality checks to motivational gold, no two episodes are ever the same. So tune in weekly, skip the FOMO, and let's dive into the deep together. Hey, welcome back to the show, Make Your Breakers. This is Jai Long, and over the next half an hour or a little bit, I'm going to talk about the seven surprising things that I learned whilst launching seven different companies and businesses. Now, if you don't know who I am, I am a creative entrepreneur and I have started lots of businesses over the years. I grew up on the streets and I worked my way up and I did whatever I had to do to get the success that I wanted in my life. And I get on this podcast and I share those learnings with you. So you're inspired and you're motivated so you can get out there and make your own break and, um, and do all the things. And I know sometimes people listen to this and they're in different stages of their business. Sometimes they're trying to scale their business. Maybe it's a pipe dream to one day launch your creative business. Maybe you just don't want to feel so alone in your business. Uh, maybe you're failing right now or you feel like you are and you need a little bit of help. Maybe you just need to hear from someone else that's just like you, that's done the things that you want to do in your life and you're ready to scale up. So this episode is really going to help all those people. It's going to help you. Now, before we get started, just wanted to quickly mention that I actually run a business. Oh, I should have actually, I'm going to put this one down. This is the eighth business. Um, I've got a business called the Wedding Photography Summit. It's actually the biggest workshop in the world for wedding photographers. It's funny. I do so many things that I literally forgot that I even launched that business two years ago. And it's insanely successful as well. So if you want to get a ticket to that, we have, it's coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, we have 10 speakers over two days, groundbreaking speakers with strategies that are working right now. And it will work across the board. Doesn't matter if you're a photographer or a videographer or designer, whatever. You're going to find some sort of inspiration. You walk away with some cool stuff. The tickets are $7 and VIP. If you get a VIP ticket, you can swipe my best performing Facebook ads. I'm going to give those to you for free. I'm going to give you a masterclass. If you've never ran a Facebook ad before, just a 101 masterclass so you can run some ads. TikTok ads, I'm going to send you a video for that as well. So if you've never ran TikTok ads before, you'll be able to launch your first ad and a whole bunch of other stuff. And that's only $97. So head over to weddingphotographysummit.com. Okay, let's get into it. Now that I've updated it, let's say eight, eight businesses that I've started. So I'm going to go through and just sort of share some stories and the things that I've learned along the way. And I'm hoping that you get something from this. One thing that I love is like when I look up to people that have done more than I've done and they share some of the just like in-between things that get me a little bit excited and, and stoked because I think for me, the behind the scenes is what I always want to see. Like I never really want to see the polished upfront thing or the big success that someone has. I want to see what actually drove them there to get that big success. Like what's their why? Did they have failures along the way? You know, just like I do. Did they push themselves? What was something unique that made their break? All those things. So my first business started way back 15 years ago, I was uh, 19, 20 years old. 
And I started a cafe with my now wife called The Buddha Belly. The Buddha Belly was a huge vegetarian cafe and you could sit 300 people and uh, it was an absolute mega structure. Now, if you know me, my backstory, I didn't really do much schooling. I didn't go to school. And for me, like starting a business was very foreign. I didn't know anyone that started businesses before. So I was very much like fake it till you make it. And I was in the deep end learning how to swim and it was hard. I was sinking. Now, needless to say, that first business actually went belly up. Funny enough, it's called Buddha Belly. It went belly up. I lost all my money. Uh, I lost my dignity. I lost my basically everything. It was the hardest fucking year of my life. If you've ever gone through something like that where you've put everything into it and then at the end you walk away with nothing and yeah, it can be extremely painful, extremely hard. But I think it's important to do and I'm really glad that I did it so young as well because for me, it's amazing to be able to have the opportunity to do that at that age and then be able to walk away from it and then learn so many things so I can continue with my business, right? So the next business I started, it was an electrical company because I'm a qualified electrician. It was called Energy Electrical because everyone says, Jai, you're like a battery. You've got so much energy all the time. And if you listen to my podcast, you probably know I've got a lot of energy. So it was called Energy Electrical. The next business I had, and these are not all exactly in order, but Free the Bird Photography. So I was a wedding photographer for the longest time, almost 10 years. I shot weddings all over the world. I won all the awards, range finder, top 30, all the things, right? It was an incredible career. I started a business called Heartbreak Hotel. And that is a DJ and photo booth business here in Melbourne. And it's now probably the biggest DJ and photo booth business here, I would say. And it's done really well. I sold that business on and it's still around and it's still kicking ass at all the weddings. And I started with some co-founders, a fashion label. So it was a vegan fashion label called No Skin. Uh, It's been incredible. It was an amazing thing to learn. literally we started that less than two years ago. So it's in the early stages and it's only just starting to find its feet. A lot of work when you start things. I learn a lot from that. Okay. Another one I started is my business coaching, Jai Long Co. So Jai Long Co is like this podcast and all the coaching and courses and stuff that I do. It's really fun. So rewarding. I think for me, it's my favorite business I've ever started because it's direct action that I take gets people results. And that's what I love. And I've been doing this for so long. It's like incredible that I get to share my knowledge, put the ladder down to help people up and, um, and see it actually work. Like, I think that the, the thing that blows my mind is that all the DMs that I get on a daily basis, literally. And, um, and seeing like a lot of the things that I implement, other people have implemented my same strategies and they're getting those big results. And um, it makes me really happy, especially growing up, you know, really poor. It makes me so happy to see people getting a leg up and um, getting, just getting some help. Like, I think it's so important. And I, and I felt like I, I just didn't have that mentor when I, when I was growing up or even in my career as a as a photographer, when I was coming up as a photographer, there was a lot of scarcity mindset. People didn't want to share all their secrets. There were so many secrets. And uh, I wanted to break all those things. And it took me a long time. I got a lot of backlash when I started my workshops back in 2015, started coaching back in 2015. Man, I have gone through a lot of shit to get to where I am. Been beat down. I've been blackmailed. I've been so much stuff, right? Been called out, like all the things. I mean, ripped off. I have been imitated, copied. Uh, there, there is so many things, but um, I'm glad that I just keep going. 
you know, and, and I keep showing up and I do it because I do it from a place of like, I'm actually trying to make a difference in this world and, and seeing like creatives step out of like the struggling artists mentality and then stepping into like, they are like a creative entrepreneur and it's such a small difference, but struggling artists to creative entrepreneur is like someone that's empowered to actually make shit happen in their lives. So for me, it's the most fulfilling. Now I've got another one. Um, it's called long trading. It's a a shit name. I also call it Jai Long Projects. But basically, this is one that no one really knows about and I don't talk about too much, but I do property developing. So at the moment, um, I'm I'm an owner-builder building our own house up in Bangalore, New South Wales, Australia. But I've also got a couple of properties up in Brisbane that I'm going to build some townhouses on. And my long-term goals, like everything I've built, it's all come down to me wanting to do property. And I want to build like really cool, sustainable houses that are nicely designed and affordable and all this stuff. So I've got like big ideas and big picture stuff, but it's for down the track. But right now, like I've planted the seeds. I started that company years ago, actually, and I've finally been able to get enough money now to um, start buying some properties. So it's the slowest burn. I think I started that company 10 years ago. So it's the slowest burn, right? I bought some properties 10 years ago and they're finally starting to make some money and I've been able to sort of scale up. But Everything I do is always got the long-term view. I'm not about like starting a business this year and then making it profitable this year. I'm always like, you know, my coaching, 2015, I'll start that. And then 2020, in 2020, five years later, I was finally profitable, right? I mean, another business that I just forgot about, and I've got many other ones as well, but uh, the Wedding Photography Summit. Man, that thing is incredible. We started that in, we started that in 2020 and it was a six-figure business within six weeks. And, um, What's interesting, this is actually not anything that I learned from all these businesses, but as an end result of starting so many businesses, the first one never hit six figures. The second one did over a long period of time, like a few years. And then the next one, wedding photography business, did it within 12 months. And then the next one did it within six months. And then the next one did it within, you know, I think three months. And then the next one did it within six weeks. So what's interesting is like the more that I start businesses, the more I've got like a proven track record of them knowing how to do it. Jai Longco hit seven figures in 2020. And right now, my goals are always getting bigger and bigger. But right now, I want to scale up businesses to $10 million plus dollars per year. So that's my big goal, my big ambition. And I'm like trying to work out how to do that. But I love the game, right? I'm always playing the game. So it's like, how do you, how do you make the impossible possible? How do you get excited about what you're doing, your passion and all the things and make it so crazy that people are like, what the hell? How did you even think about doing something like that? And why did you think you were the person that could make something like that happen for yourself? I love doing that, inspiring people, you know? And I'm shameless, man. Like I like sharing my goals with you. I like sharing my goals with everybody because for me, I'm like, hey, I'm not going to downplay my goals and making the same size as everybody else. I want them so scary. They scare you, but they scare me more. You know, it wakes me up at five o'clock in the morning gets me going to the gym to look after myself, gets me thinking about my mental health, all the things to make myself as strong and powerful as I can be as a person, the best relationships. I want to be the best husband. I want to, all the things that I've got to do to be the best version of myself so I can make those goals happen. And so I am not complacent one bit, you know, and it's not because I'm doing it for the money or anything else. It's, it's something that I just love, like pushing myself as a human. I'm here only for a short time. And I know this, you know, like my dad passed away when I was 20 years old and I've had a lot of friends pass away. And when you have those experiences, you're always ready to get out there and make something happen. So let's get into it. Number one, first thing that I learned, well, this is actually in no water at all, but this is just one, one point, right? Business is business. Now, a lot of people think, you know, every business is different, but it's not. 
And when I had a cafe, it was exactly the same as having electrical business, which was exactly the same as having a wedding photography business, which was exactly the same as the DJ business, as the fashion label, as the coaching, as the properties, like business is business. Now, when you work this out, it's game changer because everyone always thinks a business is different, right? So when people come to me and go, Joy, I know you're a business coach and you mostly work with wedding photographers. Would you even know how to work with a videographer? I mean, people say <laughs> stuff like that, but they don't realize it doesn't matter. Once you know the fundamentals of business, it can work in every area with every clientele, with every person, with every service, like it just works. And there's things to tweak. Yeah, sure. There's different types of businesses like B2B or B2C. So like business to business or business to consumer. Uh, there's service-based businesses. There is product-based businesses. I mean, I understand there's totally different types of businesses, but fundamentally business is business. Now, what does that mean? I teach this inside the six figure business map and that's my coaching program. It's like, sometimes people say like, yeah, but I'm a family photographer or I do this or do that. Business doesn't need to niche down. Like you need to niche down and know who you're serving, but the business is a machine and it, it would do its thing. It's fundamentally the same as every other business. You need to have big goals for it. You need to feed it what it needs. It needs cash flow so it can keep running. It's a vessel to get you from where you are today to where you want to be tomorrow. That's all the business is. There's nothing else. And if you sink it tomorrow because you hit your goals, happy days. I think too many people get so hung up on one business and one idea and they think this is going to be the only thing they do for the rest of their lives. But really, it's more fluent than that. Things come, things go, and that's okay. You know, you got to be able to go with the flow when it comes to business and life. Sometimes you create a business and it's bigger than you and you can sell it. Sometimes you can employ more people. Sometimes it creates lots of opportunities. Sometimes it's a lemon, you got to walk away. Sometimes it just doesn't work. Now, business is business, but there is a few different things here. One is, I heard this quote not too long ago, and I love sharing this one with you. It doesn't matter how hard you row if you're on the wrong boat. Now, if you do know the way that I coach, I talk about business as a vessel. So it's a ship. Okay. So you're building a ship. Now, if you build the wrong ship, it doesn't matter how hard you row if you're on the wrong boat. What does that mean? It means it doesn't matter how hard you wake up early in the morning and you hustle all day if you're on the wrong boat, because you're still not going to get anywhere, right? So you have to have the right ship, the correct ship built for your correct destination. It's got to get you there. So for instance, if you want to be a billionaire, you probably need one of those gigantic streamlined, you know, ships that look like skyscrapers turned sideways on the water because it's going to get you there and you need thousands of people working on it and you need thousands of clients, right? That will get you there. But if you're on a one man person, little wooden dinghy and you're trying and you're out in the ocean and you're trying to go every single day you wake up and you're just like paddling 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 and your mental health is losing and everything else is losing you've got no clients and you feel like you're going in circles you've got no map you're actually literally lost you don't know what you're doing then it doesn't matter how hard you hustle you just ain't going to get there i can promise you that it's one thing that i learned so it's really important for us to think about the business that we're building is it the correct business that's in line with our goals and where we're going is it actually going to get us there? What do we need to do to the business or for the business to get us to those goals? It's really, really important. Now, one thing with the six-figure business map, and I talk about this all the time with my staff, a lot of people come to us when they're at the very end, at the end of their wits, right? They're like, Jai, I'm coming to you because I've got no bookings anymore and I'm fully lost and I don't know what I'm doing. And I've been running this business for two years and now I'm almost sunk it. But sometimes I feel like, I don't know why you've come to me when you're fully at the very end 
instead of at the very start. You know what I mean? Like you're out there and you're lost and you're struggling and your boat's actually sinking, then maybe even sunk it. And then you join something like a coaching program to try and get lifted up. It's not really what a coaching program is for or a coach. It's for you to thrive. Like if you're out there and you're energetic and you and you got an amazing business, it's time to get a coach, man, because you can unlock new levels for yourself. That's when the game and that's when the fun begins, right? Not when you're struggling and, and then all of a sudden you're asking for help and you're way too late. It's got to be at the forefront. Get on to stuff like that today, especially if you're succeeding, because those those are the people that always go to another level. Anyway, I'm sort of ranting on here, but... It's just really important to remember that. Like for me, like when I get a coach to help me say, for instance, I got a coach last year to help me with Facebook ads. It wasn't because I was struggling with Facebook ads. It's because I was good at Facebook ads. And so now I want to be better, right? And you can see the big difference. Then after that, because I come from a, a place of thriving, I exponentially grow the results of my business. Now imagine if I was bad at Facebook ads, kept doing it on my own until I ran out of money and the business. And then I try to get to the coach and I had no money to pay for the program or anything. You can imagine the different results, right? I am now coming from a place where I have nothing. I can't do anything. I can't even afford the thing. And it's almost too late. So make sure you don't allow your business to get to that state. Keep it fresh. Keep it growing. Keep pushing it. Keep making sure it's the vessel that's going to get you to where you want to be. And if you don't know how to do that, get into a new room, new conversation, get a new coach, talk to your coach, talk get a course, read a book, listen to a podcast, watch YouTube, like whatever it has to be, get it done. Okay, number two, start and build to where you want to be, not to where you are today. This one's important. I'm going to say it again. Start and build your business to where you want it to be, the end result, not to where it is today. Does that make sense? So what I'm saying by that is, if you want a six-figure business and you are acting like your business makes $10,000 per year because it does, your business will only ever make $10,000 per year. Does that make sense? It will never make six figures. What you need to do, and I worked this out with Heartbreak Hotel. If I build a business today that was making no money and it wasn't, and then I invested in really good gear, I automated everything, I hired someone to do admin, I did the right marketing and I did it all at the start to get me prepared to make six figures, Remember what I said, if you're on the wrong boat, it doesn't matter how hard you row, right? So I created the perfect boat for the end goal. And then from there, all I had to do is go out there, hustle, get some work. And then when all the work started flowing in, I could overtake everybody in my space because I already built a six-figure business. I didn't need to scale up. I wasn't struggling. I wasn't, you know, starting backwards and then quickly trying to get a coach or anything. I was, I'm like, I know where the end goal is. I need to build the vessel to get me to that goal and then everything else is going to work out. Now, this is important for your mindset because a lot of the time someone will say to me like, Jai, I really want to make six figures in, let's say my wedding photography business and I'm right now I make $50,000 and so I can't afford a program like Studio Ninja or can't afford Zero or can't afford whatever the other program it is because it's $100 a month, right? Now, the thing is a six-figure business needs automations, especially if you go on to $200,000, $300,000, $400,000, $500,000. The higher it goes, it doesn't mean more time you put in. It means more automated things are so you have more time so you can create more money because you put that time into marketing, advertising, sales, other things, right? So if you can't afford it at $50,000, guess what? You can't grow your business. If you come to me and say, hey, Joe, I want to I scale up to $500,000 right now. I'll make $100,000 so I can't afford to employ someone. 
guess what? You'll never be able to afford to employ someone. Okay. You get it now. If you want to go up to 500,000, you're going to need maybe an employee or two. So what do you need to do? Well, you need to hire those people so then they can help you grow to that figure. Now you're on the right vessel before you even make the money. And then they can even help themselves make the money. You know, they can brainstorm with you. They can put the systems in place. They can go out there and help marketing with you, help your sales. They can probably go around to venues and talk to them. They can probably do some Facebook ad campaigns. You just need to be that right manager where you manage those people to help you scale up the business. That's how it works. There is no business out there where they go, oh, I'm going to start a business. I'm just going to hire 50 people and then go from there. Because a lot of the times we start at zero. And the way that we get to 50 people working for us is by starting with one when we can't afford it. And that person helps us pay for number two. And that person helps us pay for number three. And after a while, you're going to have a business. Number three, action must match goals. I'm going to say that one more time. Your actions must match your goals. This is really important. Okay. This is really important for you. There is so many people out there with big goals and their actions fall short. I see this all the time. Jai, I want to have a six-figure business. I don't want to run an ad because it didn't work in the past. Or I don't want to look like a sellout. People say that. I don't want to look like a sellout and run an ad, you know, in whatever industry that you're in. Jai, I want to make 300000 my in my business, but I don't want to hire someone. That sounds scary. That sounds hard. I don't want to go out to a venue. I don't want to shake someone's hand. I don't want to go and have, play some golf and, and have a business meeting. I don't want to do those things. Now, your actions must match your goals. If you've got unrealistic goals and you're thinking, next year, I'm going to make a million dollars. Next year, I'm going to release a book. Next year, I am going to release a course. Next year, I'm going to book a destination wedding. Next year, like whatever it is for you. Next year, I'm going to play at a festival. Next year, I'm going to launch that website. You've got to start taking those unrealistic actions and steps to get you there because you're going to be very disappointed when you don't hit that goal. Now, here's an example. I remember in my 20s, I always said that by the time I was 30, I want to be a millionaire. I don't know why I said that, but it was my unrealistic goal, right? I want to be a millionaire in my thir- in, by the time I'm 30. My birthday came around and I had probably the least amount of money than I've ever had in my life. And I was 30 years old and I was like, shit, man, what, like, what happened to my life? I, I don't know what happened. All that time slipped away, never hit that goal. But upon reflection, I realized, well, Jai, you never actually took any action on that goal. You, in fact, you did literally zero. You didn't even work out how much you have to make per day on it. You didn't even do the calculations. You didn't even brainstorm how to get there. Like you didn't even talk to anyone about it. You didn't even get into a new room. You didn't even meet a millionaire. You had no chance. Like why did you get disappointed when you took no action, right? So that's me talking to me. When I realized that, then I took a lot of action. And then I think I was... 32 when I became a millionaire. So another, it took like another 24 months to get me there. Because guess what? All of a sudden I was like, shit, you're right, Jai. Take fucking unrealistic actions. What are you doing? Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Get out there, make things happen. If this is a real goal, stop talking about it. Make things happen, right? It's so, so important. So your actions must match your goals. Number four, there's three main things that's going to get you to where you want to be. I talk about this like a ladder. So one side of the ladder, so if you're looking at a ladder to climb up, if you know what a ladder is, on the left-hand side, you have a pillar, right? So that's the beliefs. On the right-hand side, you have the habits and the runs in the middle where you actually step on, what you step on is, is your skills. So without all three, 
you've got no chance. Without one of them, you've got no chance. You need all three. You need the belief system that you believe that you can make that goal happen, right? If you want to be a destination wedding photographer, you have to be so sold that you can do it. So sold on yourself. You have to have that belief. You talk to people and you say, I am a destination wedding photographer. I was talking to people. If you listen to my first, um, very first podcast episodes, the trailer, you listen to my voice. I say, guess what? I'm almost making a million dollars per year. Can you even believe that? I say that. I mean, I was, I had like $5,000 in the bank account, right? But I was so sold on myself that year and I became a millionaire because I told people, man, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, this is what I'm doing, right? So the belief system has to be so real for you that other people believe it for you and they're going to help you. The next thing is your habits. It's all good believing that you could get, you could lose some weight if you go to the gym. But if you don't actually go to the gym, you ain't losing that weight. Does that make sense? If you don't actually change what you're eating, you're not going to lose that weight. So your habit, showing up over and over and over. And you need to do that in business. Business is about consistency and consistency continually showing up over and over. There's so many people I know. It's like, Jai, I posted once this week on Instagram. I know. You should be posting once an hour. Continually show up all the time, right? That's the habit. Then the next thing is if you go to that gym, what do you do there? Well, you need skills. And skills is what you learn when you go to a course or a coach or something. So a lot of the times when people come to us, right, they've got the belief system, they've got the habits, all they need is those new strategies and then they can plug them into their business and then away they go. It's all they need. But sometimes people come to me and they don't have the belief, they don't have the habit and they don't have the skills. So then there's a little bit more work for me because the first thing I've got to say is like, you've got to be sold on yourself. Can you do this? Be so sold. And what do you need to do to get sold? Do you need to go out there and work for free? Get that endorphin hit? Do you, what, like, what is it that you need to do? Do you need to lower your prices? Do you need to higher your prices? You need to be so sold on what you do. The next thing is a habit. You've got to show up all the time. Sometimes I have people say to me, Jai, I'm not successful. What should I do? I'm inside the business map. I just don't know what to do. Like, it's a habit. Watch a video. Watch one of the trainings is what you got to do. Literally, it's all you need to do. It's showing up. So show up over and over and over. Habits, right? Same as brushing your teeth. You got those pearly whites because it's a habit for you. The next thing is what skills do you need to get to where you want to be? It's really important to get these skills because if you got all the belief systems and the habit, you could be on the littlest rowboat and you're just rowing and rowing and rowing every single day and you ain't getting to where your goals are. And you look around, everyone's overtaking you. People are hitting those goals that you want in your life and you're not hitting them. Why? What's so special and good about those people and what's not special about you? Well, it's because they have those skills. They got a strategy in mind, they have a goal and then they go, okay, where can I learn the skills? What do I need to listen to? What do I need to read? Who do I need to talk to? What room do I need to be in? to obtain the skills that I need to get that belief and habit to where it needs to be. Number five, this one here is an interesting one. Something that I learned. Money doesn't make money. Courage makes money. So often people use the excuse of like, yeah, I would be successful if I had some money. Would be successful if I could afford the things. But man, I'm telling you now, like I started from nothing. I mean, bankrupt once, but I've lost all my money so many times. So many times. In 2020, I went from $0 to my bank account, zero to a million. And then I've almost come back again. And then I've gone back up again. In the last three years, I've gone broke and become a millionaire like three times now. It's because money doesn't make money. Courage makes money. You need to show up and you need to do it regardless if you're going to make money and regardless if you have any money. Because if you show up like that, with a heart full of intention of actually helping the world, actually delivering on your products, delivering on your services, 
you know, showing your passion to the world, doing whatever it takes to get you there, then you will get there. Money won't be the factor holding you back. And you see this time and time again. All the most famous rappers, musicians, artists, everyone comes from nothing. Most millionaires today, and it's literally like 80, it might even be like 90 something percent are all self-made. As in, they didn't inherit the money. Because money doesn't make money. Courage makes money. Money only loses money. Because once you got money, you have to learn to deal with it and what to do with it. It doesn't just instantly make you money. Not the truth. Number six, you can't fail if you don't give up. This one's a huge one because at the start, when I was young, everyone kept saying like, hopefully you don't fail. I hope there's a backup plan, Jai. At least you can go back and be an electrician. Are you sure that's a good idea? It sounds risky. And then everyone's always feeding you this fear, right? And then after a while, you start buying into it. You're sold on their fear. Shit, what happens if I fail? And it was not until years and years later that I realized, hey man, I can't actually fail if I don't give up. Because just like when I was trying to ride a bike, if I fall off today and I embarrass myself, graze my knee, guess what? Tomorrow, I won't even remember it because I'll be back on my bike riding around. My friends won't even remember it. Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't care either. So for you, like think about it. Hey, maybe today wasn't your day. Go watch some Netflix. Go and reset yourself. Go read a book. Go for a walk in nature. Go do some yoga. Go do some meditation. You know, do whatever you have to do. Look after yourself. Reset. Get back into it tomorrow. Oh, you ran out of money. That's okay. You can always go get another job. There's something that you can do. So you can't fail if you don't give up. Number seven, do what it takes and leave the ego at the door. Now, this one's huge. This one is absolutely massive. And I don't know if people know how hard I fucking work to get to where I am today. Just to share a couple of stories. Like I remember just yesterday, I was talking to Lelu, my wife. And I was like, babe, remember when we had the Buddha Belly Cafe? And then I had to get a full-time job just to float the cafe. And then I worked all weekend at the cafe. Now, when I worked this full-time job, it was like about three hours away from where the cafe was. So every day I drove three hours to work, three hours back, so six hours. And I worked for about around about 10 hours per day. So 16 hours, okay, I was away from home. Now, the boss actually said to me, Jai, like you're looking tired and everything. What if we give you $50 a night and you can get yourself a hotel room. I was like, that's fantastic. Let's do that. That's an extra, what, $250 per week. So what I would do, literally, one night I was with one of my apprentices. I had a ute, like a, like a big truck sort of thing. And I would roll up on the job site or just onto the paddock next door to the job site. So it'd be just a little bit of grass. And I would literally just like wrap myself up in a blanket and roll underneath the car and just sleep under the car. So because you work from dark to dark, but I would sleep underneath the car. Now this one night, me and the apprentice, so we can save $50, literally save $50 per night by not getting a hotel. The apprentice wakes me up one night and he's like, Jai, and I was so exhausted, so tired, like mentally, physically, like I was so fucked at this stage, right? I was laying there literally just in the rain, mouth open, sleeping, and it's pouring rain. He's in the car and he was saying that he couldn't believe he was looking out and I was literally just asleep, completely soaked, and I didn't even wake up. So he woke me up. And then I was so tired that I just like rolled myself into the mud underneath my car and I was laying in the mud and right underneath the exhaust pipe. And then a few times I must have woke up, whacked my head in the exhaust pipe and all the black soot went all over my face. Anyway, that morning, because you start before the sun comes up, get it back on the job site, no shower, man, I am stinking. Like I'm looking like shit and I'm like, start working. And then one of the foremans walks in and he's like, whoa, dude, what is happening? 
Like right now, like you've got black shit all over your face. You've got mud all over your clothes. You're damp. Like why is this a thing? So he rang my boss and, and he dobbed me in and I got in trouble. He's like, I gave you $50. You need to go and stay somewhere. But just going back to the hustle of those days, like I just remember, like I literally worked 16 hours a day, slept under my car all week just to save an extra $50. Then I'd drive home on Friday afternoon, put all that money in the till of the cafe. And then I'd work Friday night, Saturday morning, all the way to 1am, Saturday, Saturday night, next morning, Sunday morning, all the way to around about 10 or maybe 9pm on sun, Sunday night. And then around about 3, 4am, I'd drive back to work three hours away and then rinse and repeat. And at the end of each week, I had no money. And I did it and I did it and I did it for 12 months until I almost killed myself. Now it's pretty extreme, but the amount of times and the amount of stories that I have like that, where I'm literally fucking making anything work, right? Like I'm doing whatever it takes. And I think people don't see that side of me because they see, oh yeah, Josh is sitting on a podcast and he's successful and he's done a photography thing and he's done this and done that. But man, I have like, I've never seen anyone show up the way that I've shown up in my life. And the amount of hustle that I have had to go under, like undertake the amount of days that I haven't taken off, the amount of stuff that I had to do, the amount of people that I had to learn from, the amount of books that I have to read, the amount of podcasts I listen to, you know, all these things, the, the success habits I've had to learn and the things I've had to unlearn, people I had to meet, conversations I had to have, the work that I had to just put in, that's the big one. Like I've had to take so much unrealistic actions to match my massive goals. And my massive goals was always get me out of the situation that I was in. I was a poor kid, grew up poor. There was so much domestic violence, drug abuse, everything else. My dad died of a drug overdose. My mom still lives in government housing. For me, I was like, there is no fucking other opportunity. I don't have that privilege where I get to go to college and university and learn to hire something and then work on that. I just didn't have that back then. So for me, I was showing up, working double shifts at everything, you know, sweeping floors, whatever job. You know, I remember just on construction site, I had a job. I was just sweeping the floors. All I did all day, just sweep around on the tradies. Guess what? Every single job I've had, man, it's been the best job I've ever had too. Like I show up with a smile. I've never complained about a job and I love it. Because for me, I'm just, I'm so privileged, so thankful that I can work and it's an incredible place to be. This one's really important for you to leave that ego at the door because I think so many people think, you know, like I'm running out of money. I don't want to go and do a side hustle or I don't want to be a barista on the weekends or I don't want to, I don't know, take on another job or something because it feels like I'm failing. And what you're saying to yourself is like, you won't do whatever it takes because you care what other people think of you. You know, I've never cared what anyone else thinks of me. I'm like, man, if I'm fucking going to go and make coffees on the weekends, that's what I'm doing because I'm doing whatever it takes to make the dream work, which I have done. If I need to drive Uber in the afternoon so I can pay for some more fucking Facebook ads so I can learn how to scale up my photography business, that's what I'm doing. There ain't no excuses here. If I have to go and work for free for a year, which I have done as a wedding photographer to go build up my portfolio, fly myself around, like take shit from people that don't even value me, like the amount of shit that I went through in my career to get to where that little bit of success that I got, man, I'll do it all again and I'll do it double if I have to because I'll do whatever it takes. I'll leave the ego at the door and I'll get myself into that new room. I'll meet those new people. I'll work for someone for free. I will take that shit because 
My goal is bigger than them and they underestimate how much I can do. I don't even know my own potential and you don't know your own potential. So you need to get out there and make sure that you're trying to find that potential and make shit happen. This is really important and a really important mindset shift because I see a lot of entitlement throughout, especially in the creative industry. I think so many of us, we think we should be sitting on the beach in Bali and just working as a nomad or people should be referring us work or Facebook ads should be just working for us or we should and could and would and all these things. But really, you got to take responsibility because no one's going to help you. You have to help yourself. You need to get into those right rooms. You need to take that right unrealistic actions to meet those goals. You need to have that self-belief system. You need to work on your success habits. You need to find those skills. You need to have the courage because if you don't have all of those things, it's going to be really fucking hard. And the reason why I'm saying this, man, and I don't want to make things sound hard and, and you know, or whatever, it's because so many educators, so many people just tell you like, yeah, all you have to do is start an Instagram account, do some reels and you're going to be successful. And I would love that if that was true, but I'm telling you the truth right now. It depends on how much success that you want but you need to show up because if you don't show up, there is no success hacks that are going to get you there faster. You need to have that belief system. You need to be able to consistently and constantly show up those habits. You need to find those right strategies and skills to get you there. And you need to build a vessel that's going to take you from where you are today to where you want to be tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Make Your Break. Hey, if you haven't left me a review yet on the podcast, I literally read them every single week, literally. I am so thankful for all the reviews, but I've got to say we get about, you know, five, 10,000 downloads per episode. And right now I'm in running for three years and I've only got 250 reviews. Like what's up? If I helped you in some way, please, it goes so far. It helps the podcast get seen by new people and it helps new people when they find my podcast to see if it's legit or not. So if I've given you any kind of inspiration, motivation, strategy, like anything at all, you can pay it back just simply by taking 10 seconds click on the link in the description of this podcast episode and leave a review on apple Podcasts, and i fully appreciate you i'll see you next week keep hustling keep making the dream work and i'll see you soon